Every <laughs> year. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, look forward to next year, too, right? <laughs> uh, we need to, like, record uh, Mark's laugh and have it uh, as one of our hotkeys. On yeah, the there you go. Someone gives a funny joke. Let's have Mark's laugh. That's, that that, that's awesome. the seal of approval. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Today we're in for a treat. Your favorite guest. Everyone loves this guy, Mark Parker. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, man. I get a oh, lot. Wait, it's still a podcast. They can't answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still can't answer the question. <laughs> uh, we interviewed Mark and Brian's Garage on the Summer Road Tour, and we're back here at Novi at Entrepreneur Academy Live, joined with my co host, Naylor Tally Farrow. So good Mark, job fixing the mic there, Paul. <laughs> yeah, thank I, you very much. Enough. Mark could probably get a little closer, too. There you go. Now, I was talking with a fellow from the GIE Plus Expo who's mm-hmm. hidden in the crowd here today. And uh, he was like, we're asking him, how, you know, there's all these awesome speakers here. Who's Who's been your favorite or whatever? And what do you say, Naylor? I like that Mark Parker, man. Yeah, <laughs> Mark Parker. That's what he said. So, well, that's appreciated. I don't know, Brian. I'll have to give you a, a little pay increase next year. But <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he said, you know, the the the." Uh I got a kick out of that safety presentation. I'll tell you what, you know, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> well, that's appreciative. I yeah. mean, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Um, it's, I really enjoy doing safety presentations, um, especially here at Entrepreneur. Um, and it's funny, last year there was a bottleneck and Brian told me I had to hit the hurry up clock this year. Again, there was a body b- bottleneck. Oh, really? They're running behind. Yeah. They were, we were running behind a little bit. So then I hurried that one up too. Um, cause there's stuff I didn't get to in there that I wanted to get to, but I got the meat and potatoes of one I wanted. I didn't throw a little of the garnish on there. I didn't get the little parsley, the salt bay, if you will. I didn't, I didn't do any of that. Um, but I think that's a nice change up that we do. And it's something that, that comes very natural to me. Um, talking in front of people, um, and communicating with people that way, especially about a topic like that. And I don't know if you guys saw, but afterwards I went to every room and I just asked people if they had questions because there was people who had a lot of questions in my specific room. So I figured, well, if this 50 people has questions, I assume the five other rooms of 50 some odd people do. So that, that was nice too, because I was able to help inform people of more things. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think safety kind of goes that way. It's, it's, it's one of those things that has to be interactive, right? I mm-hmm. mean, you can just stand up there and tell people what not to do or whatever and give examples, but there's a lot of one-off situations, a lot of specific things to each person. So I think mm-hmm. safety is more of a conversation, you know, than just like a, a speech, you know, just mm-hmm. like a topic to say like, so that's awesome that you're going around and talking well, to everybody. And, and that is why I tell people the first and most important thing of safety and this is why I start all of my safety presentations like this, have a job site safety meeting, have a company safety meeting every day. Just talk about it. Cover what you do, cover who's in charge of what. Just talk about it. It takes five minutes, but that five minutes can save someone's life. For those who would be interested, would you ever come to their um, shop or, or warehouse or I, office? I do, and- I do that all the time. That's exactly what I do for a living. Um That's a service we provide for free. That is a benefit of buying steel equipment um, is you have that 
version. So for you guys who are in my specific area, I would love Ohio, Michigan, Indiana. Yep. Ohio, Michigan, Indiana. And then um, if you're in Kentucky, Tennessee, West Virginia, uh, I have counterparts who do that as well for brand equipment sales. And then everybody all over the country, the way you can find my versions of myself. Um, There's only one Mark Parker. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The, yeah. True. There is only one me, but well, actually when I was making my Gmail back when I upgraded from my uh, AOL email, oh God, how about those oh, AOL emails? Mine was football freak 647. God, what a terrible. Nice. Yeah. What was yours, Daler? I didn't have an AOL. Uh, I was B-Ball Paul 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, B-Ball Paul 20. <laughs> I, had, I had Outlook, and then I went, I had Outlook Live. You started with Outlook when you were 12? <laughs> no. When did I was you have 12. AOL, did you not have an AIM? AIM? Yeah. You didn't, the, no. the chat opened? No, wow. Shut. No, I didn't do How any of that you? stuff. Take a guess. Oh, 30? 42. Huh. Yeah. So right around when Facebook was becoming a thing was when like we were like so then you should have had AIM with, like, when, you were media, when I was yeah. in seventh and eighth grade you got you had w- w- the rich people had AOL mm-hmm. the peasants we had AOL IM like it was yeah, like yeah, a, a yeah, ghetto yeah, AOL yeah, yes, yeah. yes I didn't have any of that but when okay. I when I actually cared about email and using email it was Outlook then there was Live and then it went to Gmail. Well, we yeah, didn't so. use it as email. We used it to chat with your friends. At exactly. Like you instant come messenger. Home, like, yeah, you're you're yes, talking yes. about We live yeah, in instant, the same yeah. world. You well, come yeah. home well, from seventh grade and you yeah, get on AOL. I, well, I, am and and I don't know if I, I... Well, I was poor when I was a kid, so, so I had I. no computers and there was no instant messenger for me. My, so I didn't do any of my, that my, until my, I met my wife and that yeah. and we were... There's a whole other world now and instant messenger was about to go away at that point. My mom was a social worker and my dad drove bus for a living. Like, and there was four kids. It would always be like, we have four kids, three dogs, two cats and a wife my dad would always say that <laughs> well these kids today they have instagram and tiktok and snapchat yeah, and they have no idea facebook they have no yeah. idea the aol instant messenger days there was no picture of because you could get catfish so easily mm-hmm. it could say you know beautiful babe 22 or whatever mm-hmm. and you think you're talking to a girl and you're talking to some dude you know yeah. what i mean you have no you're, you're you have no idea what it is but the reason i know this is somebody made like a fake name pretending they were me Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, people, like, there was a whole drama that got stirred up because someone was imitating me. I'm sure that can still happen today. Oh, yeah. But it was just wild back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I just remembered what we were talking about. Oh. We get off yeah. the, uh, the rails a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, had to, I had to go through, like, six or seven numbers in order to get to Mark, Gmail. Yeah, d- get to my Gmail. There are so many Mark Parkers out there. Yeah, well, yeah, and... um. <laughs> Wow. One thing is, so if they wanted to get a hold or find their ver- the version of me in their area, you go on steelusa.com and go under training, and it has it broken down everywhere. Um, of the different uh, other companies, I guess other distributors call them uh, like technical service specialists. And for Brian Equipment, we call it technical field specialist. So if any of you guys need to find that, um, that's how you go about finding that. And then if you have trouble, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and I can lead you to where you're at. Awesome. We're going to hear more with Mark Parker, Naylor, Tally Farrell coming right up after we hear from today's show sponsors. Most small business owners are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, most business owners go home and their bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands their time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there. 
untouched. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind needed to serve your customers well. Because you're a busy business owner, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full-service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new prospective clients or skipping parties you would have loved to attend, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. If you want to learn how to properly install paper projects and retaining walls, visit thehardscapeacademy.com. There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20-some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99. It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out thehardscapeacademy.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for Internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscape contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. All right, you guys having fun at Entrepreneur Academy Live? Mark Parker, Naylor Tally Farrell. Absolutely. Oh, this yeah. is awesome. I look forward to this every year. Granted, this is the second year of this happening. Every but- year. You <laughs> 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 uh, look forward to next year, too, right? <laughs> uh, we need to like record uh, Mark's laugh and have it as one of our hotkeys on yeah, the show. There you go. <laughs> Someone gives a funny joke. Let's have Mark's laugh. That's, that that, that's awesome. the seal of approval. I listen, so go. I listen to the Dan Levitard show with Stugatz every day. I listened to the whole thing, and they actually, so if somebody says a good joke, they have a Hakeem Nix. He did a laugh, like a fake laugh, and it's just like, <laughs> it's and that was a really bad impersonation of it, but they do that if someone says a funny joke, and then if it's bad, they have the loser game show sound from The Price is Right when someone oh, gets it wrong. Oh. Yeah, 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 that's if it's a bad joke. Yeah. So that's a little inside <laughs> joke that they do, so that would be hilarious yeah. if somebody actually lands a good joke, and yeah. you're over Mark's there. Mark's laugh. Yeah. How come you don't use those paul you you started using those where you got a producer and you got too fancy for us now no more no more pushing the sound effect buttons what happened what are these things <laughs> yeah, hit, hit one of them oh here you got it there's you nothing got it. there you what? got to tune this oh, up right oh, oh, oh you had that turned down oh <laughs> are oh, these the, are these the pre-programmed nice. ones those that automatically came with, came with the roadcaster although when julio got his he got all these like hot keys that i didn't get because he filled out the warranty and he has like a ton of them Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Coming up on the next ex- ex- yeah. episode. That was a good Halloween one. <laughs> ah, there's there a bad go. joke. There you go. <laughs> oh. 
We gotta replace that with Mark. What's up, everybody? It's a new podcast. It's Naylor Taliaferro. Get to know the pro. Yeah, that's crazy. And that just goes on forever. What if you hit it? Okay, so so thank you. Broadcasting live from Novi. You are looking live. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I like that. Do I add that again? We could maybe what? Broadcasting live from Atlanta. (laughs) Our live studio audience. Far too common. Sponsored by the varsity. Oh, that was, that was perfect awesome. timing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is when, that's when you're Crickets. like, insert sound here, and I just oh, do that man. when there's silence. Yeah. <laughs> and someone doesn't say anything. That was fun. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving Naylor's along. Naylor's thinking about starting a podcast. I was just talking to these guys today. I was like, People love listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about starting a podcast, Paul. I'm starting a podcast. I was just hoping to borrow your Roadcaster Pro over here to get a couple episodes until mine comes in the mail. Yeah. So. <laughs> you're going to get, you're gonna get a be, Roadcaster? Does I'm that still convince de- you? I'm still debating because I really like the other yeah, one, the, the, the extra possibilities. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll the, figure the it out. The simplicity of this work. I, I know. But anyway, but anyway they're podcasting I right take action. Now. I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah. Today. The reason I'm, the reason I'm, <laughs> you won't be able to hear it today. The though. reason I'm skeptical is because there's for every one guy that actually makes one, the Brian Fullerton, there's right. been nine that are all gun ho and right. I'm going to start a podcast and, right. and then they just don't do it. Cause there's a lot of work that goes in. It is a lot of work. Yeah. Right. But my point is there's a, there's an audience cause guys listen to my, you know, uh, Brian's show, my show, and mm-hmm. they'll start as soon as they, the uh, first um, blade hits the um, grass, grass, <laughs> the first, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as soon as they start working, they're listening they to listen the podcast. But my show's only half an hour. Finish. Brian's an hour. Now it's nine thirty in the morning, and it's you got to like, fill the rest of your day. Well, yeah. you got so three I'm hours like, of the Dan Lebertard show with Stugatz. There you go. <laughs> who's going to step up and make more podcast for the um, audience? The green right. industry. Yeah. Yeah. So there, it's it's wide open, is what I'm saying. I remember when YouTube. In hindsight, I look back and I'm like, oh, man, I remember Greg Chisholm and, and Stanley Genetic and Keith Kalfas, all these guys were naked, making these YouTube videos. It's like that world right now in podcasting. It's all like brand new, a hungry, hungry audience, but they're so lit, limited creators. Mm-hmm. So Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. So, and yeah, it's fun playing around with we'll your roadcaster board. It's interesting talking to you guys about it because... Me and my brother have thrown around the idea of betting. Yeah, yeah well, no. The, oh. I, so we, well, no. We have friends who do a betting one, like I told you. Yeah. And so we thought, oh, if, if these jokers can do it, we. Where'd you get this? Where'd you get these jokers from? What in the world? Everyone here, these jokers, these yeah, jokers, these jokers. Yeah, and then Mike Gunn's talking oh. about a short story long. Right? Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, I, get this. I didn't know. So, <laughs> Everyone's stealing Paul's material yeah. here. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> jokers. But, <laughs> oh, man. Um, but right. I thought about it, and it was like, okay, so what – I guess I don't know if there's only so much safety stuff I can talk about theoretically right. unless I had people sending me in horror stories and this week's safety update of yeah. this guy being an idiot today. Well, right. like, this guy cut his kneecap open. That happened to my cousin with a chainsaw uh, because he didn't have his chaps on. Yep. And he got, I don't even know what the heck happened, but someone just and just, they're like, well, the, the hospital's like, good thing you didn't cut, you didn't get the fluid out there. So we just got to patch that bad boy up. And it's like, it, oh it was my, really, how do you do that? So a few weeks ago, I actually 
actually, I, uh, so I plan my weeks out on Mondays and, um, to wherever, whatever market I'm going to, I plan my entire week. And then Tuesday morning, I kind of get everything to ready. And I usually leave my house around now, 10, 10 to noon, around noon to go to, to go to my market. And I get a phone call 730 in the morning on Tuesday, Mark, Mark, we need you to cover this training. I got double booked for this stuff. And it was a guy from another department who had it. And there was a chaps training for uh, a big um, utility company in Michigan. And they were looking, they've bought hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of chainsaws in the past few months because they got a new purchasing guy. And he's like, Mm -hmm. all right, we're not buying anything else but these three saws from steel. And so they were looking into switching away from the Forrester chaps to our chaps. Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, we need you to do it. It can help lead to this big deal with the chaps. And I was like, okay. So I had to scrap my whole week, go and do a training I've never done before with chaps because I've never actually done a chaps demo training. The next day I show up to this guy's farm that he had the training at and we are just slicing in the chaps left and right, and it's awesome. It was such a fun training. I don't know if you saw it on my uh, Instagram stories, but we're cutting into them and seeing the difference of how the Forrester chaps work and our chaps work. Mm. And the biggest difference between the two is the Forrester chaps, there's two layers of Kevlar and two layers of felt. With our chaps, there's six or nine layers of it's called Avertic or Entex. Um, they're kind of used the same way, and that's a derivative of Kevlar, but there's no felt in there. So there's more working material, and plus our chaps go edge to edge, seam to seam, where theirs, there's about an inch seam where it doesn't cover. Mm. And our apron chaps, they cover roughly 80% more of your leg. It was almost double because I just pulled a tape measure out and checked it and it was about 80% more. And I was like, okay, this is the difference from buying a $45 pair of chaps to a $90 pair of chaps right yeah. here. And wow. this is the difference from getting cut while wearing chaps and not getting cut while wearing chaps. Yeah. And I think that difference 45 to 90 can be thousands to tens of thousands, mm-hmm. you know, like on an injury, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So Absolutely. like that's, I think that's the biggest thing about safety that people don't understand is you have to invest in, it's all about being preventative, right? Like mm-hmm. people don't want to invest in preventative. For some reason, like human nature, we, we were kind of wait till after the fact, like, oh, I sliced my knee open. Oh, now we need to get all these chaps for everybody. Like you should have done that in the first place. And mm-hmm. then that would have never happened. So you have to, that's why safety training and all that is so important so that you can be proactive and preventative and get the right tools, the right training. And, you know, so well, that people get, stay safe and you don't have to pay for it on the back end. I feel like people view buying safety apparel like they do buying an extended warranty on a piece of yeah. equipment. Yeah, like, you don't and, need it till you need it. Yeah, and it, it, it's it, too late. Well, and it's a common misconception with buying safety apparel. It's required by law to use this stuff. If you need to use this stuff, if you are paid to operate any piece of equipment, where the you don't need to buy an extended warranty on a dishwasher at all. Right. You don't need to do that. And now we make it so convenient for 150 bucks, you get a, a kit with a bag, helmet, chaps, safety glasses, and gloves. Full system, 150 bucks in a tote that you can throw in the back of a truck. Like it, nice. we make it so easy for people to use. And there's a thing about the chaps. So there's something called threshold stopping speed. 
So the industry standard is 2,200. Our chaps start at 3,000, and then the nine layers are at 3,900. So the six layers are at 3,000 threshold stopping speed. And what does threshold stopping speed mean? That means it stops the saw faster, stops the saw quicker. Right. So it's able For to stop damage. It. Yeah, exactly. So generally with our chaps, if you lay a saw into them, you're only going to cut through about four layers. Um, if and I'm talking wide open throttle, slamming a saw into the chaps. Mm-hmm. So that's a common misconception people have with them. Um, they just people just don't know. They just don't know. Right. And you're seeing stuff like threshold stopping speed. Oh, it has this. It has that in there. And it's just a common problem in the industry yeah. as a whole. Um, and I don't blame people uh, for being ignorant. It's my job to educate. So I, that's why I have right. a job is to educate people on these things. Right. So how, how did you, how did you, have you talked about this before with Mark? Like, how did you get involved in all of this? So, um, I, we did sort of, but I guess I can fill you in. So I have a landscaping background and then I sold my company and I took a job selling lighting and I hated it. So then I left and I was a manager, uh, like kind of a manager at a landscape company. And then I was running snow operations and I was just looking on LinkedIn because I kind of maxed myself out at that company in a short period of time because I had a college degree and, and all this other stuff. And so, and I wanted to keep moving up and they're like, well, there's really not any upward mobility for a while for you. And that just wasn't the right answer to tell me because I'm kind of a go-getter. So I was just on LinkedIn looking while a snowstorm happened and by the grace of God, they had the uh, position open and they were supposed to close it on a Friday. This is on a Saturday night and it was still open. So I applied for it. I was the eighth person to apply for it. And on Monday, and they're only going to take seven on Monday, the hiring manager, she came in, handed my boss a resume and was like, take a look at this one. And then, so we did a first round of interview. It got narrowed to three, did another round of interviews, got narrowed to two. They brought me down for the interview and thank God I was hired. And that's how that happened. And the irony also is in college, I was talking to one of my professors and she was like, what is the perfect job for you? And I was like selling steel equipment. I love the brand. Oh, wow. I love, yeah. I remember this clear as day sitting. Wow. Her name's Ellen Polins, Dr. Polins, love her to death. Her and I are always really close. And that, and I was like, I don't know how these jobs come about because none of them were available or anything like that. I had no clue because these jobs don't come open very often, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing that because they're really good jobs, it's a bad thing when you're looking for the job. Right. Um, so it's and Brian Equipment's just an amazing company to work for. Family owned, um, really great culture. Um, we represent a great brand. I don't have to worry about other product lines. I just get to focus on one thing and really master a certain craft, which I really, really enjoy. Awesome. Yeah. We appreciate you, Mark Parker. What's the IG handle? Mark Parker 567. Yeah, there you go. The football freak. <laughs> yeah. The, the 567. 56 was my football number in high school, and seven was my baseball number. Nice. What well, position? I'm sure there's no other Mark football? Parkers with that. I played center and middle linebacker. Okay. I was like, what? what I'm from Ohio, so I know high, high school football pretty well. Where'd you play at? Swanton. Okay. We, we were bad. Okay. We weren't good. That's up by Toledo? Yeah. It's like 30 minutes west of Toledo. It's a small country town. 
So yeah. no, it, it was it was a lot of fun. I think everybody should play high school football because um, it teaches you a lot about life. And I also think everybody should play baseball because it teaches you about failure. Um, one teaches you about teamwork and camaraderie. The other one teaches about overcoming failure. And it, they both teach you a lot of life lessons that you can carry on forward. Yeah. And it's good not to be back to coming home from school. The kids that just come home and play video games and play on social media mm -hmm. versus being athletic and working and, you know, having that activity is good. Or I know mm -hmm. Naylor, isn't your daughter in the band at Virginia Tech or not, not right now, she but was, yeah, though. she was all through high school. She yeah, was in marching but that band. Keeps what, you, what'd she play? Uh, clarinet. Oh, clarinet. nice. My but, sister's an oboist. Nice. Yeah, and she, my son she's is a band director at a, in, in Alabama. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so my daughter goes to Virginia tech now and my son's in high school and he's in marching band kind of following. He kind of watched our mm -hmm. daughter, you know, his big sister go through marching band. So he already had like that whole, like in like all the friends and everyone knew who he was and he, but he's a percussionist. So he's nice. like, he's going to crush it, you know? So, uh, in marching Does band. Does he have a drum set in the house? And yeah. He, he's, you know, well, his big thing is the keyboard. He just plays all kinds of craziness on the, on the piano. He'll just like, there's a song that he wants to learn and he just pulls it up on YouTube and he just like he's learns got a, it. He's got a young Joe Cocker. Yeah. Like we try to give him all kinds of like lessons and stuff and everyone's like, I, there's nothing else we can teach him. So it's really, it's, it's honestly challenging because we want him to learn like the mechanics mm -hmm. of like, so he, he just has that natural gift of sound. Like that's not, that's something you're born with, not yeah. something that you can be taught. So, but he needs to be taught how to read notes, how to mm -hmm. read music so that he can make music in that way. If he wants to, instead of just like listening to music and making it like, that's awesome. But like, you need to refine that. Like even Michael Jordan had to practice, you know what I mean? Like you just have to keep refining your skills. So mm -hmm. anyway. awesome. But yeah, so no, yeah, for sure. I mean, the funny thing is this was the first time I ever did that safety training today. Really? Yeah. I made that up. I uh, finished it at two in the morning. Uh, well, it went night. over well from what we heard. <laughs> Thanks, so yeah. awesome job. Because I pulled it up on our system and it was 10 years old. So I had to swap out all of the pictures of all the equipment and update all of the information in it. So like I was working on that and I texted Brian. I was like, hey, I'm not going to have it for you tonight. I'll have it for you first thing in the morning. And he was like, no sweat, dude. All good. So sweet. Well, it turned out well. Thank yeah. you for, Thank you for your time, time, Mark. Thanks, fellas. Mr. Producer here with some exciting news. One-on-one -on -one coaching with Green Industry Podcast host Paul Jamison is now available. Are you wanting to experience breakthrough in your life or business? Paul is offering one-hour coaching sessions to help you fine-tune your business. Join Paul as together you will work on a plan to activate your destiny with setting and accomplishing specific goals. Whether you're trying to create better margin in your schedule or increase profitability and efficiency in your business, Paul would love to help you. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com to sign up for a one-hour coaching session with Paul. Again, that's GreenIndustryPodcast.com, and that link will be in today's show notes. This has been a Jameson Media production.